stuff we like right there. Uh, big thank you, Jamendo.com, uh, coming through in a, a big way. It turns out, you know, maybe a better way to use this site if instead of just clicking a song at random and pressing play, if you click through and like listen to a couple songs, find one you like, you can do pretty well with that. I think I invented this method. Either way, that was These Days by a band called Pure Meds. I like that song a lot. I think that might just be our new theme song. I don't think we've ever had just a regular theme song, but hey, if you're going to have one, why not have it be that? The main thing here, I got a new computer. I can actually do some editing of the podcast. I think it'll be fun. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to big comeback episode. Haven't recorded anything in a little while. There's only one person you could have on. Of course, it's Mr. Paul White here, podcast superstar, major friend of the pod. Uh, we're all very excited to have him on. I think it's, it's a really good conversation. I do think you're going to enjoy it. Especially, you know, Paul was a really good guest. I think he really pulls off hard. And you're just, I mean, you're just going to get the good thick stuff. So if you like those things, it'll be a good episode. See you on the other side. Paul White here. Here, hey Paul, how's it going? Johnny, I'm doing really well. How are you? Oh, doing pretty well myself. First thing, I got, I got to shout it out. How did you enjoy the uh, intro music that just faded out behind us, but we're not like hearing it live because the podcast is edited? It's probably. I'm actually going to dig deep on that band, and I have an app called Bands in Town, and if I add them, I can find out when they're coming to play. And I really enjoyed it, so I'm going to give that a shot. And can I just say that that editing and that smooth transition was just unbelievable. I mean, are you in a professional studio? I am in it. Well, it's like a professional studio in some senses in that it's like a small space and it's enclosed. And uh, there's like soft material around me, which is supposed to be good for like... uh, not uh having a lot of echo on the other hand it's 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 dissimilar from a professional studio in that it is my car i am sitting in my car as we speak right now the internet told me this was a good idea really uh we're gonna yeah yeah that's true that's a fact we are recording this via a web app that i am accessing through my phone's hotspot that's pretty uh the sacrifices I make for the podcast are, are, are truly endless, but I think this podcast is going to sound, well, infinity times better than the last one, that draft preview thing I did over the phone with Bill. That would, that didn't work. I hope that but, you like, adjust to make my voice deeper. I have been, gra- my voice has gradually gotten higher every single year since high school. <laughs> that, is, that is not a joke. I used to work in radio in high school. And like would have to go on the air. And it sounded, I don't know how to measure decibels. I don't know how, how that works, but much, much lower. And now it's just ra- like, ugh, 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 ugh. I want to throw, I heard myself on the on a video today and I wanted to kill myself. Uh, let's jump right to that. What kind of video were you in? Uh, I, my buddy is like putting together, it was, it was just a video of a sketch that he wrote and I 
immediately almost message him like you need to take this down i sound like an asshole so i assume your your buddy is adam mckay and this was on funny or die right yeah we've already got i don't know a thousand funnies and it's been on how many dies how many dies though one i think and i think it might be one of his ex-girlfriends okay that makes that that's probably why she did that's probably why she wants him to die because she she misses that sweet sweet action so much I, I i do have to pull us back a little bit here we're getting out ahead of ourselves everybody knows all the old fans uh they're they're beside themselves they're all just so upset paul whitehair have you eaten anything good lately john i just had um some burrito or sorry tacos uh we'll edit that out in post Wait a minute. I love the idea that I'm now responsible for dubbing over your voice whenever you don't do something right. Yeah. Well, don't get fancy new software. I assume you do not have two hours to come with me afterwards and you record all the one words you don't like. So I'll just go back in there myself and fix any words that I don't think you said very well. No, John, that's okay. You don't have to do that. Let's hear more about these tacos. Uh, They were okay. The place that we usually go for the draft, I'm a huge fan. Well, I didn't go there today because it was an extra 200 feet out of my way. So I just went to the place under Wrigley Field, and I got three steak tacos, and then I thought I might be a little hungry, so I ordered a chips and salsa, and my it was 625 for the chips and salsa, John. That's more than at an actual Mexican Savannah restaurant. That is outlander, 625 for chips and salsa. But I'm such a coward, I couldn't tell them that I didn't want it after that. And all they did is, like, it was already pre I mean, the salsa was already in a container. The chips were already in a bag. So I could have just said, no, I don't want that. But I'm so afraid of confrontation that I didn't say anything. Are the chips hot? The chips were not hot, which is, was Man. a little disappointing. Cool. If the chips aren't hot, I don't think it should be more than $3. And that's... Like stretching it to get to three. I couldn't agree more. And the salsa was the really watery salsa. Like if you're going to upcharge me for salsa, make it the good thick stuff that can really hold on a chip. That's not going to get fucking everywhere. Can we go back? Can I get uh, the good thick stuff clean one time just so I can use it as a drop? Yeah. Three, two, one. The good thick stuff. Thank you. Um, yeah, I will say, now, this is a kind of peeking behind the curtain. I know everybody likes to think it's perfectly organic. I did know a little bit about this uh, meal in advance. Paul sent me a picture. And I have to say, this is not joking. I sent Paul a reply text. And I was like, is that a weird cup of soup or is that salsa? That's how was, thin this salsa It was, was so thin. I'm kind of wound up from that meal. So when you say this was the place right next to Wrigley Field. How like is what what is this place? So, if it's like one of the, you know, it's called like Burritas 27 or something. I think I just said Burritas. So, we're going to it's uh the good thick stuff. 27. It's the so if you get off the train and you can either turn right to go to Wrigley Field or you can turn left to go to my apartment, you turn left to go to my apartment and it's right there. I think this is the place that we went the first night of the draft this year, is it not? I don't I think that Bill the one that Bill raves about. Yeah. I think that one's across from Halstead. So if if Bill you're listening to this live, uh, you know, call in. Let us know which one it is, uh, and we can get to the bottom of this. 
But I think okay, let's go ahead. My phone's actually ringing right now. I'm going to have to switch the lines. Okay. So I'll be able to talk to Bill uh, right now. Bill, what was the taco place? Fuck tacos. Just want buffalo wings. Go, Bills. Oh, my gosh. Bill, you're too hyped up. You got to get out of here. Paul, come back. Welcome back, Paul. Hey, hey, John. Thanks so much, Bill. We really appreciate the input. It was nice of him to call back, but I don't think he can talk to us anymore. Either way, it does sound like you have – I don't know. I guess I'm going to – I, I don't mean to do. I'm gonna don't mean to like call you out. I don't know if this qualifies as eat anything good lately. Oh yeah, just you mean like cheap, disgusting, quick tacos? It seems like you hated what you had, and you thought it was way too expensive. I did. Uh, okay, new answer. Can I get a new answer then? Yeah, yeah, go again. I made cast iron skillet pizza last week for the first time, and it turned out really nicely. I didn't make the dough because it was a weekday. So I bought some pre-made dough that I had to roll out and stuff from Whole Foods. And then I got some sausage from the butcher. I got some basil, some honey. Sorry, not sausage. I got calabrese uh, salami from the butcher. Uh, Did some honey, uh, put some garlic on there, a couple different kinds of cheeses. And it worked really, really well. Got the cast iron, skillet really hot at about 500 degrees, took it out put it in there and then put the pizza and everything in there and put it in the, uh, put it in the oven. And I got to say, Johnny, if you haven't tried it, man, it's good. It's nice and crispy. Doesn't take that long. I mean, just messing with the dough and getting it shaped mm-hmm. takes the longest time by far. It sounds really good. I do. I do have some bad news though. I am getting another call. I think it's Bill. He sent me a text. He said he just wants to say the names of a bunch of different, like, uh, Italian meats. That's all he's going to do. Okay, I think I'm going to switch over to him now. You got soppressetta. You got uncured salami. You've got hot soppressetta salami. You've got Italian sausage. You've got Canadian sausage. Thank you, Bill, for calling to tell us about your favorite Italian meat, Canadian sausage. Uh, I, I'm hanging up on you again. You can't reply anymore. Can I just um, Bill, Bill is just a well of information. He knows so much. Like we, this is why he has to be involved. Like we can't, we can't deliver that kind of content. No, I don't. I sure don't know it. I, I don't know anything about this shit. It, it's amazing the stuff this guy retains. Johnny, have you eaten anything good lately? I mean, it's Minnesota. It's getting nice outside. Surely you and Gina have gone out to some meals lately. Yeah, I ate last weekend, or I guess like, I've lost track of all days. I guess it would have been the weekend before. I ate at a moderately fancy Italian restaurant in Minneapolis. I can't, there's this thing, and you may know the word for this. I can't remember the word for this. The word looks like gnocchi, but it's not gnocchi. And it's not made out of weird potato dough, but it's made out of ricotta cheese and it's bigger. But it's like a weird little dumpling thing. And it had like a mushroom sauce. Uh, like a brown butter mushroom thing, and it was fucking incredible. I ate a bunch of that, and I had a really good time. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's it's like noti, or it's it's like it's most of the letters in noki, but it's not that. It's right around there. I, I think I've gone to the bill calling us to toss things well too many times. Yeah, especially with twelve minutes. Maybe we could spread out the one bit we have a little bit more. Yeah. Editor's note: Nudie. G-N-U-D-I. Nudie is the word we were looking for there. Back to the show.
Hey, let's let's do an actual segment. We'll start very narrow and then broaden out. What would you? How would you describe yourself as a Cleveland Cavaliers fan these days? I would say that I'm very pessimistic about this series. They had to win game one, uh, and I almost lost. I was watching it actually at a concert on somebody's phone, game one, and I was just screaming obscenities, uh, and people were thinking that I was just a crazy, insane person. Um, I mean, you don't think the Cavs should just wait and win the other games when LeBron gets 50 points and almost a triple-double? Yeah, exactly. I think that it... I think that you should just try to do it every time. Try to win every game than my sports philosophy. But then again, I wasn't a very good athlete. So maybe that philosophy sure. is off. Maybe that's the distinction here. That's why they're so much better is uh, varying effort levels. They know when to lose a game. <laughs> Such as all of them at the beginning and the middle. This is the um, great year they've gone down 2-0. Well, it's worked out okay before, but... Uh, it, it doesn't. I mean, I guess I'm sure when they were down three to one, it sure didn't feel like it was going to work out. It sure doesn't feel like it's going to work out right now. Well, I'm guessing that it's going to be like the you know the gentleman's sweep, as they call it, where they get one game. You know, probably they, tonight. Maybe get this game or sub or next game, and then they're swept. Mm-hmm. What's frustrating is you know Golden State is you know quote unquote a super team, but they have so many guys that can just go off and score 25 points in a quarter, and then if if LeBron's not doing it for Cleveland, you don't hear like, holy shit, did you see the game that Jordan Clarkson had last night? <laughs> Sign that guy up to a long term. Ty Lue is, so there, have you heard that they are going to uh, give Rodney Hood some run? After they after Ty, Ty Lue has completely killed his confidence since he's been there? I have not heard that. that supposedly they're going to give, give him, Ty Lue says they're going to give him a chance. Well, you know, I went better than game three of the finals. I just started giving people chances that they haven't earned. Um, oh, God. He used to be a good player on Utah, and I think that him just getting jerked out of the lineup almost immediately and, like, put back in in weird situations during the season has just completely got him crumbled as a human being. Used to be good and used to seem like he might be good someday describes everybody on the Cavaliers roster except for LeBron. That's correct. That's absolutely. I mean, I, I guess I get no. Kevin Love is good, but everybody else is like, oh, we used to think he could. Oh, Larry Nance, he might be like, no, he's not good. And he's not going to be good. Then everybody else who used to be good, it's just it's, it's not. Tristan Thompson, I think, makes more than Richard Branson now to play like <laughs> to play like twenty minutes and get four rebounds and three points. Uh, we have another special segment I wanted to do tonight. Um, I kind of just as I didn't tell you about this in advance, but I reached out to a few different people around the league. I thought they can just, it'll be a fun segment. They can ask like their own questions where they will, they'll, uh, they'll just have something fun to say. I didn't do a voicemail or anything. I guess I could have edited it in and done it properly, but I didn't mess with any of that. I just reached out and had people show me questions. This first one, let me randomly draw one out of this hat. Okay. I've got that here. Oh, this one comes from Mike Huber. And his question for Paul is, how would you say improv has helped you in your professional life? Zero percent. I would say zero percent. I'm not a litigator at all. Like I've heard it helps litigators because it makes them not so nervous to talk in front of people. Um, That makes sense. It hasn't helped me at all. Uh, If anything, getting no laughs all the time has Rodney hooded me. (laughs) <laughs> and that's what an improv we call a callback. 
So, and this is like the equivalent of like, man, I don't know what, hmm, here's a fun question. What's the height of improv in 2018? Is that, that's a question to me? I'm legitimately asking that. Like, what would oh. be basically? I want to say, like, for Rodney Hood, he's going to get thrown back out there in the middle of the finals. You've gotten a bunch of laugh, no, no laughs. Where would we to Rodney Hood you? Where would we have to? What stage do we put you on all of a sudden? I think you got to go. You know, you put him next to some veterans like TJ and Dave. TJ Jagodowski is the guy that's in those Sonic commercials. The guy that like plays dumb, or mm-hmm. or you just throw him in a class with. Uh, a middle ditch and Schwartz kind of characters, you know. You got to get somebody next to greatness, and you got to hold hold them accountable. I like that. I didn't know that the Sonic guys were so famous, but the middle ditch and Schwartz that connects for me. That's more my side. I like that idea. That's the Rodney Hood equivalent. Paul Way here goes from, "Well, I'm not getting a lot of laughs." To guess what, buddy? It's middle ditch and Schwartz tonight. I if I'm can can I throw out a fearless prediction? Do it. Sixty two points. On let's say twelve of fourteen from three for Rodney Hood tonight. So you think you're only going to lose by ten? That's brazen. Okay. My uh, our, our next bigger, uh, more broad based thing. I wanted to just you know we I, I we try to tie stuff in. I know we've talked about Thanksgiving holidays and stuff. Don't really have a holiday coming up, but it is uh, you know summertime. Depending on how you want to define it, I'm a big fan of that Memorial Day, Labor Day, summer definition. Let's talk about some summertime. Do you enjoy the summertime, Paul? Johnny, I really like the summertime. It's probably my second favorite uh, season after fall, just because football comes back and I don't really have anything else to live for. Sure. Um, but summer, I'm I'm big into it. How about where does summer rank for you? Uh, summer is my number one. I, number- I do love summer. Uh, I've always been more. I mean, I guess we have to just attach everything, all of our value to sports. But I've always. Uh, I've been a baseball guy first and foremost, sure. like getting out there and like doing all this stuff. So I guess before I list stuff off, I want to kind of just get at that with you. What are your, uh, what are your summertime activities? What, what makes, so if you got a, a weekend coming up, like, oh, we're going to have a good summer weekend. What's going to happen on that weekend for you? Oh man. Uh, that's a really great question, John. I love to get out. If I had an ideal weekend, I would probably uh I really like minor league baseball and I like going oh, yeah. I like going to minor league baseball games a thousand times more than I like going to major league baseball games. Um so I would probably do that on a Saturday and then go to uh some shithole bar with darts and get tanked after the game. That's probably like peak Paul summer for me. Uh it doesn't happen that often because I don't want to go to Joliet as uh you know one would assume, but we go to, uh, when I'm down in Charleston, I'll go to some Charleston River Dogs games, and they're amazing. Very nice. I live uh, right next to the St. Paul Saints Stadium, and oh. it is wonderful. And I will tell you, to be honest, nine times out of ten, Gina and I go to a game. We just wander over there, you know, buy whatever the cheapest ticket is. You don't even go see your seat. You just wander around the stadium. There's big open field. You just look down at the baseball, you walk over, you get the beer, you get the hot dog, you get the pretzel, whatever, wander around. It's just like you're in a giant outdoor park oh, having a great time. And there's an announcer and there's the, the, the crack of the bat. It's all you need. It's such a good day. The food is generally better 
the drinks are are way cheaper. Way cheaper. Park. Yeah, and the food they you know bring people in with the food, so it's it's usually way way better. The good thick stuff. At least in the, my uh, uh, yeah. absolutely uh, the Saint Stadium next to here. Like I can go over there and get you know like a, a shitty beer for like four bucks, or I can get like a fine Minnesota made you know micro brew type thing for like six or seven. And I can't. I, I go to fucking Wrigley Field as much as I do enjoy it there. It's going to be like nine fifty for a, a Bud Light. And then you uh, yeah, and you go get food at. Wrigley and it's like hot diarrhea on a plate and it's like twelve dollars. Yeah, I'll tell you, like I hadn't been there in a minute. We went over the the during draft weekend when you were so kind as to host us and I heard a lot about how the food had improved. But we were in the bleachers and man, I would I I, I don't think I have a good thing to say about the the changed food experience there. Yeah, I don't know where they're putting these new vendors. I was just at a game two weeks ago and was up on like basically just between third base and left field, uh, mm-hmm. like right, right on the line in the 400 level seats. And I didn't see any of these new places they're talking about. Like people will tweet out food that looks really good. And they'll be like, now available at Wrigley. I've not seen any of that. Shit. It's the same garbage. It's the same complete new drool that I've ever seen. I think Darren Ravel's fucking lying to me, that piece of shit snake. Do you follow Darren Ravel on Twitter? I do not. He is a grown man who wears basketball jerseys without sleeves under it. He's, oh, God. He's one of those guys. Unconscionable. I don't know why I thought I really needed to dig at Darren Ravel, but there it is. It's out there. I mean, he's a guy who gets shit on pretty regularly anyway, but he's got it all coming to him. Yes, he does. But I, I do have a few other questions from other people in the league. Let me grab another one of those real quick. Okay. Oh, this next one actually also happens to come from Mike Huber. How has improv made you a better lover? I was always pretty poor at sex and maintained to be pretty poor at sex. But, you know, it, it helps you get out of that old comfort zone. If You know, it helps a lot more, I think, in the bedroom than it does uh, in the professional environment. Um, I'm still, you could ask my wife, I'm still quite bad and I get out of breath and like, I don't drink enough water. So I still tense up all the time and I have to like undock and go walk around and walk out a cramp. But it has helped me just kind of get out of my head and just do what comes natural. That was disgusting. What do you think of hiking during the summer? Do you think it's fun? I do like hiking. I don't do it enough, again, because I'm in bad shape and there's nowhere to hike around here. But uh, I was out in Washington a couple years ago uh, and hiked up Mount Constitution uh, in the San Juan Islands, and that was a lot of fun. So generally, I'm pro, but I don't do it a lot. Are you Are you That's a fan of yeah, I try to do more and more. Gene and I make it out to some places occasionally. It's fun. How's the hike? I, I, go walk around the woods. You're going to have a good time. Hiking in Minnesota, I, w- I would think, would be pretty decent. Yeah, we got a lot of lakes and trees. Uh, there used to be a lot more, but they cut them down. Uh, the trees, not the lakes. The lakes remain. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's – I like it a lot. You can – surprisingly close to, like, the Twin Cities. 
uh, you, it is really impressive how short a distance you can go and be like, man, I am in the fucking deep woods and this is amazing. I am a big fan. Okay, here, uh, what did your let's uh, let's hear a hot take from you on swimming. On swimming, uh, really, sh- there should only be freestyle swimming. Uh, what's the point? And I don't know why the other strokes were invented. Are I would love to see some data. Like, are they more efficient if you're drowning? You know, like I'm if I'm drowning, I'm not gonna like go on my back and do some backstroke. Or whatever. What's the breaststroke? I don't. I could barely move like that. Mm-hmm. Why would anyone do that? What, how were they invented? Why? Why were they invented? Um, it's just dumb. And I used to do it when I was a kid too. And I thought that that was dumb them. And I think it's dumb now. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and this occurs to me as you say that, talking about the concern for drowning. There should be an event at the Olympics that's just. Who can tread water for the longest? Oh my god! I, and like be- they, they just put people in a pool, and then you lose when the lifeguard has to jump in and get you. That proves who's the like who's the best, who's going to survive the most. And then you could be sponsored by all these outdoor brands. I think you would get a lot more cool sponsorships if that were the event. And this is also like. This is the sort of, as global warming becomes worse and worse, this is the sort of person we want kids looking up to so that when the water comes up to their house, they know how to sit at the top of it for a while and wait for help. Exactly. Instead of practicing when you're 10 years old to do the fucking uh, backstroke, you're thrown in a pool that you can't touch and you're just timed and timed and timed. That's where metal should go. For people that can do that because... When the fucking uprising comes, we're going to need people like that. And you're going to want to be a person like that. I assume that's assuming that makes a lot of sense. Some sort of video game style uprising, which I assume is coming. (laughs) Sort of a water world situation. Uh, Do you think that would be better or worse than current day? Water world? Yeah. Everybody seemed fairly happy in water world. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but, you know, I think it would be better. Everyone, there didn't seem to be a lot of racism in Waterworld or a lot of, like, sexual assaults. Again, if I'm wrong, call in or leave us a note after this and tell me, Paul, you're remembering it wrong. There were crosses burned on rafts or something like that. But it seemed to be that there was a lot more equality as far as socio uh, economics uh, in Waterworld than there is today. So put me down for Waterworld. Let's have you describe what happens in the movie Waterworld. Okay, so Kevin Cox, so something happens. I haven't seen this in maybe 20 years. Something happens and the whole world is basically water, except, except I think at the end they find some dry land. Kevin Costner is some sort of shape of water type fish creature but he's a human but he's got like weird gills behind his ears i think there's some pirates and gary sinise just jumped in my head but i know he's not in that movie maybe i'm just thinking of the scene when he's lieutenant dan and forrest company jumps into the water <laughs> i know kevin costner oh wait it's uh dennis hopper's in that right isn't he Correct, in water yes 
Because uh, yeah. I okay, good. Because it was like that and Mario Brothers came out like really close to each other for Dennis Hopper, and I think that's what killed him. And I don't know what the real plot is besides them hearing of some like mythical place where dry land exists, uh, and they ended up finding it at the very end. That's a, probably all I can tell you about Waterworld. Do you know more about Waterworld than I do? I think there's a kid who has a map like as a birthmark or a tattoo or something. And so the kid is very valuable and people are trying to to use the kid to find the dry land and they want to go there. Oh, that sounds like a better Um, than I think that's the only thing I can add to what you have said here though. I really don't have a lot else. Huh? Well, I think it might be time to rewatch Waterworld. Someone said on a podcast that I listened to, I don't remember what podcast that, it's one of those movies that's like it, that and The Postman, which are both like huge Kevin Costner failures, are actually mm-hmm. better than you remember. And I kind of doubt that, but I'm willing to waste seven hours out of my useless life to figure it out. So I think that's kind of my next real project. I cannot even imagine trying to sit down and watch either of those. That sounds like such a miserable experience. Watching I... Postman actually sounds worse to me than watching Waterworld. <laughs> You could follow it up with some good Kevin Costner movies, I guess, to really cleanse the palate. Kevin Costner's one of those guys that it feels strange in retrospect that we let him be as famous as he was. Barry, he's got a fucking Academy Award. In a cat, and he's been in 30 or so sports movies. Like, he just kept pumping out sports movies, and no one really mm-hmm. said, you know who's been in a lot of sports movies? Kevin Costner. We should not let him do this anymore (laughs) i will say about costner and if you need to look it up check it out he's probably the most passionate movie kisser like he re when he locks on he really like moves his head a lot and then when he separates he kind of like like pushes her head with his lips and like pulls off hard it's pretty impressive I make Rebecca do it all the time, and she hates it. Can I get a clean read of Pulls Off Hard? Yeah. Count me down. Three, two, one. Pulls Off Hard. Oh, that's so beautiful. I think I can do a lot with that. Great. Um, Just a couple more quick segments here. I do have one other question from somebody in the league. Or No, I have two left. Let me reach into the box. Let's see. Oh, this next one, this is from uh, Mike Huber, is how much money do you make base and bonus? Oh, great question, Mike. Uh, I make about thirteen five a year uh, base, um, but my salary is up so in the... So it's bonus heavy. There's a lot of pressure at your job to do well. Very, very bonus. <laughs> Gotta make sure you come in right at those numbers every year. If I don't hit twenty two hundred hours, no bonus. And I'm way I mean, <laughs> I don't even have to do taxes. But the minute I hit twenty two hundred hours, I get a hundred and fifty thousand dollar bonus. So That's a good bonus. 2012-2013 were pretty lean in the White Hair household. Uh house got four on, but I was I, you know, like got some money drummed up from some friends so it's you know hit and miss john uh it's up and down 
It makes sense, though, like from your employer's perspective, I bet that really encourages you to, to hit that hourly minimum, huh? Oh, it, it sure does, John. Uh, if I'm if I'm far away, I, you know, if I'm 200 uh, hours short going into December, uh, I legitimately think maybe um, I'll just jump off a ledge. Well, I, at least it's only a ledge. I mean, that could be like a foot off the ground. I thought you were going to say something, you know, potentially more dangerous. Oh, if you jump off a no. ledge, you still have time to go back and make your hours up. Well, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that probably sounded like I was going to kill myself. Uh, I signed up for a supplemental disability. So if I injure myself severe enough but don't die, I get actually like, you know, 10 grand a month or something, which is nice. Yeah. You got that Geico for your money. I appreciate that. I like that. Let's see. Man, I feel I everything else I have left is so contentious. I love uh, it. Okay, let's just talk about this. This is a suggestion. Oh, go ahead. Was the one other question or is the one other question from Mike Huber? You said I, I don't know. Left. It's still in the hat. I haven't drawn it out yet. Oh, okay. I just, I just thought maybe only Mike responded because everyone doesn't want to listen to me on the podcast, which I understand. Uh, no. Everybody really wanted to ask you questions. I just chose them at random and. So far, they've just been Mike, but who knows what the last one is? Um, I'd rather have I'd rather have Charlie on the podcast rather than me too, guys. I appreciate well, that. Hey, great news! This next question comes to us from Charlie. Uh, this isn't like a ask Paula thing, but I, I was talking to Charlie earlier, and I was like, "Hey, yo, do you have any ideas of summer stuff I could talk to uh, Paul about?" And he had an interesting suggestion, if you can believe it. Would you describe going to Lake Michigan as going to the beach? Oh God, that's a really good question. I I had never considered this, but I was like, I I I don't know, and I'm interested to hear the perspective of someone who who lives so very near Lake Michigan on this. Because there's also uh, a lake in Effingham, and it's technically has like an Effingham beach, but it's like maybe. 25 square feet so i don't can i definitely don't consider that going to the beach uh lake michigan i probably probably not i think i call it that like i think i if if, like hey do you want to go play volleyball at montrose beach or something like i'll say that but if i if i think about it i would say i don't consider it the beach and I don't think I have any good reason for it, except that it's not salt water, and that's kind of what I equate like a beach day with. What are your thoughts, Johnny? That is where I eventually landed. My first thought was similar to yours. I thought if I go to, even if there's sand into the water, if I can see like the other side, I'm not at the beach. I'm at a lake. And that's fine. I like to go to a lake. I'll go to a lake any day. Sounds great. But, but I'm not but at like, the beach. But if you go to Lake Michigan, you cannot see like Michigan. Um, no, but no, even not, with that, it just feels wrong. It really does. Yeah, I don't know. Really good question, Charlie. I really don't it is. know why. Other, like, It seems like such an arbitrary thing. To be like, because it doesn't have salt water or because it's not, you know, giant, that it's not the beach. 
Mm-hmm. Well, now I know it's going to keep me up tonight. Good question. <laughs> yeah, it is a good question. I, I like it a lot. I've got well, a couple got... other things. But oh, have you been to North Avenue Beach in Chicago, Johnny? Yes. It's fucking terrible. It's awful. It's if there's any kind of nice day, it's it's got three hundred thousand people there. So maybe that's I have just like yeah. A that's bad been my experience. I went I went to a similar beach in Milwaukee last summer and had a similar experience. Yeah. Where it's uh, there's too many people and they're they're certainly not my people and they're not who I want to hang out with in close quarters of any kind. Yeah. Are you less likely if you go to a beach? With a lake, like Lake Michigan or that one in Milwaukee, are you less likely to go into the water than if you were at an ocean? I I, I guess so. Yeah, I maybe I think this is pro. I think I do have an answer here. I think it's the waves. I'm very interested in the waves, and I want yeah, to go play in the waves. Good. Where if I'm at if I like when I went to Milwaukee last summer, I was like, I'm good. It's going to be cold. And like the ocean is often fucking cold, but I want to yeah. go play in the waves. And I just know I'm just going to walk into that lake and be like, Yep. This is the cold water. I found it. Good job by me. Sitting there in shitty bath water. Yeah. Maybe the beach just requires waves. Maybe that's as simple as this is. I agree. Johnny, I agree. I have one more uh, random question from the league as a whole. Let me grab it out of the thing. Oh, uh, this one is from, let's see. It says Huber, Mike. Uh, what is your monthly mortgage payment? My monthly mortgage payment is uh, 300 bucks, but the taxes in Cook County are insane, so I have to pay an extra $2,000 to escrow taxes every single month. So all <laughs> that in seems all, terrible. I know. All in all, P&I, 300 bucks, but all told after taxes, 2300 2300 At first, I was like really jealous. And then at the end, I was like, well, honestly, fair. Well, no, no, I mean, you should pay way more than that. Honestly, I think if, if the rent is that low, you should have to the rent or the equivalent mortgage payment. The taxes should be even higher. This is why your fucking state's got all their terrible budget problems. You got your property values out of whack down there. You got to get that sorted out. I got to file, I got to file a, a thing with the assessment office. I'm getting fucked. Because if, my mortgage, getting fucked. if my mortgage is $300, that means this place is probably only worth like $40,000. So, and they're charging it like it's worth a million. So I got to fix that. Yeah. This seems like based on your loan and what the uh, assessor says your, uh, your, your place is worth. That means you yeah. definitely bought this from the mafia for killing someone. Like you, you should not have been allowed to do any of this. None of this makes any sense. I don't know. I've got a real estate guy, and he seemed like it was okay. Uh, I just got a message from. Well, it's not from Bill, but I think he might sound like him. Your your real estate guy just called. He wants to talk to me. Let's go ahead, and I'm going to switch over to him. Let's see what's up. Yo, white hair, I got a really good deal. It used to be a golf course, and now it's a dumping ground for old dogs. Call me. We can get it for a price. Oh man! Anytime you get something for a price, I did. I, he was very suspicious, though. I had to hang up on that guy. But I mean, if you can get it for price, you got to just do it. Uh, oh, sounds like you, a really good. Anytime anybody in the know says it's for a price, I assume that it's for a lot cheaper price. 
than what it would be I, if it were not for a price or normally. I mean, it's not much of a deal otherwise. Right, exactly. I mean, it's a, like he's going to charge us double price. Well, it doesn't even fucking mean anything to me. I don't want that. Exactly. Uh, Paul, that's everything I've got. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Well, John, I'd like to plug Riesling, uh, the white, sweet German wine Riesling. And uh, I'm going to say it wrong, but um, Gewürztraminer, which is also a white wine. It's summer. Uh, sometimes you want to just feel a little flirty. You don't want to get too bloated. You're wearing a tight T-shirt or maybe a short sleeve button up. Go with the white wine over uh, a beer or a heavier red, and I think you're not going to regret it. It sounds like a truly magical night out. I hope we do all take Paul's advice. Let's all drink Riesling. We can be the ones who are beasting. It will be truly wonderful. Uh, Paul, thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast. John, you continue to be the best in the biz, and I really appreciate you having me on. I'm very happy to do it. Um, who knows? I, I, I always make crazy promises about doing this extremely regularly. And man, you guys all know that that never happens except during football season. But maybe this time it will happen. Who knows if you get a text message from me about setting up a podcast, then you will know it is happening. Until then, it will be a big surprise. Best wishes in the intervening days. 